to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. This is episode 166 of My Check Wife Wife As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you check out lucomplex.com. They have a, a, a site wide sale with a lot of classic designs. So check out uh, lucomplex.com. Even though the sell, even though the art coupon code don't work with the sales, still check them out for their new releases. Use the code waifu to save on your entire cart. Also brought to you by don'ttalkshop.com. Make sure you go to don'ttalkshop.com. Use that offer code waifu15 to save on merch. <coughs> and don't talk about it. Be about it. Uh, this is uh, Mike Check Waifu, waifu the Anime Podcast, brought to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. CDT. We talk about anime topics, seasonal anime, mostly. Uh, and just whatever we feel like talking about in the anime space. This uh, episode will be brought to you by our Patreon producers. That I, the only thing I didn't have prepared. It's crazy. Shout out to our Patreon producers. They support us at the Weeb tier. Uh, AB Aaron Brown, aka the Shibibo, aka the Respond Gazette podcast host, aka my friend. Shout out to Dre the Goat G. Anime, uh, anime, zone. Johnny, Cat the Pro from Chaotic Culture, explicitly, my Telly Mains waifu Monique Williams, and our boy Nachi. Nachi, let me know how the fam's doing, brother. I ain't heard from you in a while. We are here to, uh, we got some stuff to talk about, too. All right, I got okay. a few things to say, but before I say those things, I gotta say, uh, what was your episode of the week? Dang, I ain't getting how you doing this week or nothing. How you doing, Tell? Sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm I'm good, bro. I'm living, good. Living I'm just life. Yeah, I got I gotta get a a, a cricket uh repellent or something though. That's something, bro. I don't y'all can probably <laughs> definitely hear it. It's probably definitely coming through the edit. There's just these crickets outside of Tell House that's fucking chirping away. They going stupid. It, it sounds like your, it sounds like when your smoke alarm is uh your battery low on your smoke alarm. <laughs> but it's constantly going the, off. The worst, the worst part is, is that um, I just feel like every time we bring it up, they got they crickets with a tiny violin. <laughs> they just they, they, they playing their legs. The motherfuckers getting louder and louder and louder too. It's crazy. It's so wild. I swear, it's the worst. How you feeling, bro? What's what's good for you this week? I'm I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Uh. I managed to get a lot of rest, and when I wasn't resting, I managed to get a lot of stream time in and have a good time with the uh, the folks over at Twitch.tv slash Polo Born Fly. It's a fun, it's a fun time. It's a fun time. I heard it's fun over there for sure. Yeah, great time, great time. Make sure y'all check that out. Uh, yeah. And other than that, man, I, I'm gonna just say it here, bro. And this is something we talked about pre-show. Yeah. But our time away from the socials have been riveting. 
and I told you this before as well. I've actually enjoyed it a lot more than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I was actually just talking to my wife about social media and like my presence on it, like for years. So it was like, as a kid, I actually, I guess in middle school, I had no interest in social media. Mm-hmm. And the reason I even found out what social media was was because of our our friend brother from a long time ago was Burke. Mm-hmm. First introduction to social media, I was like. Okay, just kind of cool. I interact with people. Didn't even really know if I was interacting with people. I just assumed I was because that's how technology is supposed to work. Right. But it's like ever since then, it's just social media has been too big. And yeah. I think that sometimes it, it just feels like it's getting too big and you got to, you know, take a step back sometimes. It's the it's the falsification of life that I just can't. I can't deal with and it's never been my my type of way of living like I like I've and the crazy thing is, is I always have brands right like it, there's always been a brand associated with me and I've and I've kind of pride myself on kind of learning as the internet uh matured quote unquote even though it still ain't matured yet I, I've like I said I've always had a brand right there it was like the shooting the middle music videos back in the day and, and helping Javon which is my older brother helping Javon with the music side of things and, and giving him advice or him giving you know us just bouncing ideas off of each other and then it was you know Phelan Studios it was the photography stuff the photography stuff was huge it was a, a big part of, of what developed me into becoming who I am today and then after that it was streaming and then the streaming stuff became it it was it just fucking popped off and that that became again another brand that I had to worry about and I had to feature social media more and more but I just I couldn't I could never like uh, f- uh put on these facades that I see all the time on these social sites and I know it's an anime podcast but we're gonna get into it fuck it I just I can't it, it irritates me so much to just see myself scrolling and just looking at stuff and ready to post something and what I'm be ready to post just don't I don't be wanting to talk about it because again I just it's just not who I am like right I, I don't, I don't want to and this goes shout out to our sponsor don't talk shop.com but this goes to that like to that whole uh philosophy just don't talk about it be about it you know and I don't want to do that I don't want to as much like I, I I said this. The one thing I said on Twitter, and I still feel I feel disgusting for saying it. And I'm gonna read the tweet here, just to sh- give y'all a like a little piece of what I'm talking about. And it's it's just it feels dirty to even do this. What I'm about to do right now, but I gotta okay. I gotta share the way I feel. Like I put, um, and I and this is just how I feel. But I feel like it was just exposing too much, even though I don't think it it really was. But I said it, even if the outcome for applying for Twitch partner don't pan out. Uh, it's still been an incredible two weeks from the time to, uh, from being able to apply and having the most subs I ever had. It's been a hell of a ride. I posted that and I felt fucking dirty. I'm like, ugh, because that's not. I mean, like, I, that's how I feel, yeah. But I don't like to express that shit with. I just don't like to. It sounds like I'm. I don't know, showboating or whatever. I don't fucking know. I just, I just, and, I felt good, you know. Yeah, I don't know, and, it's weird. and the thing is, is that like. I don't know if you hear the train. Definitely <laughs> heard the train. <laughs> Fucking Kingdom Hearts in, in the hill backyard right now. They <laughs> <laughs> just definitely they back there beating the, the fuck out of Heartless. Um, <laughs> but the, um, one of the things is that trying to develop like this healthy relationship with social media and whatnot. Yeah. It's kind of like some of these things. I feel like yeah, like I was. I'm hi- hype 
to hear you tweet that right like because this is how i am for you because you're my brother right right i'm like damn like that makes me hype and it also kind of makes me feel bad to think that you would feel like you feel like you you showboating or gloating by saying that. and i know i just know that like personality wise that's not really your style right. but for me i know like shit i'm gonna showboat for you <laughs> if i can for real i appreciate I, that i was just telling polo um, before recording, I was hyping up, hyping him up, telling my, telling my wife, like, you know, Polo about to be a partner. He about to do this, this, and that. And I'm going to hype Polo up, too, because that's just the kind of person I am. But that's also, like, that's the issue with social media, is that it makes some people feel very comfortable to share. And I feel like it makes some of the real people feel uncomfortable being real. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's that's that's one of the things that I always think about with Etika, is, like, Etika was being his real self but he was still doing too much yeah. and that's what drove him off the edge and that's just that healthy versus unhealthy relationship with social media absolutely that, I, that we always got to battle yeah and it's not like and it's not like i will ever let anything that anybody say on social media get to me ever like ever like the best and the funny thing is is <laughs> I make fun I don't of the know, people. Man, I'm fairy tale fans. We almost there. <laughs> the funniest thing is I be making fun of uh my my community because the, the game I play is called Black Desert Online and it's a it's a PC MMO obviously, and the community is just full of like um people who are so uh, into the meta. And if you don't know what meta is, that just means that they're into like it's not Facebook or anything crazy like that. It, they're so into like doing the things the most efficient way for the best, absolute best results possible. And if you don't do it that way, they will fucking mold and they will get upset. They will be like, yo, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're supposed to do it this way. If you don't do it this way, you're going to not max out on the, your top skills or whatever. And I just love, I love making fun of those, <laughs> them. Uh, for some reason they still come back because i just be fucking i'd be talking all my shit but but that's how i feel with social media it just feels like it's a bunch of and i must use game terms min maxers on there that just like i'm saying the same thing if you don't do the social media shit this way then you're doing it wrong like like uh, listen i promise you nobody's gonna be upset if you don't say hi or if you you know like I, I just i don't know i just feel like it's a bunch of fake shit that i just don't i don't i don't deal with i don't know maybe i'll cut this part out maybe i'll keep it all in but i don't know i don't i don't i don't like it i hate it or um, or you can always go to the coveted after story yes yeah, true true the after story podcast that's exclusive to patreon and hear these discussions in more detail very 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 detailed stuff there's some old episodes there that that get into the weeds of the stuff but i just i don't know I, i'm gonna end it off with this I appreciate if you enjoy social media, but don't let that shit run your life. Don't let that shit become your social battery. When your social battery is a digital thing that you're scrolling on, get, get stop. Let it go. Drop it. Put it down for a month or two. And if you feel like your life is reliant on scrolling through that shit, then you're going to have some serious issues in your real life, period. It's just, it's just plain blank. So understand that it's not real. These people aren't real i promise you you don't know who i am you don't know who tell is you don't know i don't know who uh joe three four seven five six seven eight one on twitter is i don't know who none of you motherfuckers are to be honest but listen i will say this we appreciate every last person that rock with us and that understands that we are taking a step back from the social side of things and that help us you know retweet our our, our launch episode posts because most of that should just be scheduled tweets like i we appreciate anybody that hits us up and say i'm gonna respond to anybody that add us on twitter regardless of if i'm on social media or not so shout out to uh 
Rob, aka the father of Vash, who tweeted us, aka uh, shout out to Damzilla who tweeted us. And but listen, we are always going to respond to you guys if you you know hit us up on socials. But if you don't see us, we're okay. We're just living our best life, having a good time. Now, this is an anime podcast. I promise. Tell, what was your episode of the week this week? It was hard. <clears throat> because I had to choose between Parallel World Pharmacy and then everything else. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Tekken Bloodline because I watched all six of the ep- ONA. Mm, okay. Interesting. But but Parallel World Pharmacy, if I didn't watch six episodes of something I thought was actually pretty good. I'm going to tell you that's not even touching my episode of the week this week, Running Girlfriend. That was um, also, oh my God. You thought that was good? Running girlfriend? Yeah, I hated this episode, bro, so much. We're gonna talk about that for sure. Nah, it's a lot of episode of the week. Yo, episode of the week is running girlfriend. I said I'm not gonna make it my episode of the week. Oh, okay. I tell you what's not my episode of the week, running girlfriend. Now, but what is there was some stuff in running girlfriend I like this week. But go ahead, go ahead, bro. At the end, at the end for me, personally. But um man, it's it's for, for me it's a tough choice between Black Summoner and Parallel World Pharmacy as well. Yeah. Black Summoner was so good. It was so good this week, so I'm gonna go with Black Summoner since you did Parallel. No, you did Tekken. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Blood Summoner. I mean Black Summoner though. Great episode. I loved I love the outcome of what he what he ended up doing. And I was confused at first on why he after the last episode I was confused on like why is he doing this? Is it just for the fight? But oh, no, yeah. everything all made sense, and we'll we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I was like, oh I, no, I thought I knew what he was doing. I thought I was in his head. Yeah, right. <laughs> So uh, as, as far as the spoiler talk, we're obviously going to do summertime rendering in the second half of the show after the song break. Overlord 4, which was a great episode, too, by the way. Holy shit. And um, where do you want to go? Parallel World Pharmacy or? Yeah, let's do Parallel World Pharmacy. Yeah, that was a great fucking episode. Great fucking episode. All right. Easily. Easily. Let's get to it, brother. What you got for me? All right. So uh, my episode, week, like I said, is Tech and Bloodlines. Um no, I just want to start off this, start this off real quick because I know it's a Netflix anime. Um, visually, I could definitely see why some people might not like it because it's a very sharp jagged lines and whatnot. Yeah. But if you're looking at it from the standpoint of this is a Tekken like anime, and the storyline is followed a hundred percent. Wow. The fighting. The fighting is followed a hundred percent. This looks like you're playing a Tekken game, but it's animated. Like it, it feels like you are actually playing these characters. And like, I don't. I'm not gonna recommend. I would never recommend this for someone who doesn't know anything about Tekken because mm-hmm. shit just happens too fast. But for someone who already knows the story, I feel like it was such a good six episodes. Like they couldn't have done it better. Now let me let me ask you this question specifically, Till, because. I'm not as uh, um, biased as you when it comes to mm-hmm. this. Like, I like Tekken fine. Yeah. But we all know um, the Tekken story ain't shit. Uh, even in video games, it ain't shit. It ain't never been shit. But, yeah. like, is it because of the fact that you know the game story lore so well that this story worked out? Or is it actually a decent rendition? Or is it just because it's a decent rendition of the game story that you like it? more i think that this part of the story was the best part for them to tell in general right because they could have started at so many different places and they didn't have to start here it was Jin, right yeah it was Jin. um they could have started with like their original first tekken tournament king of iron fist one right do you think they could have though 
they could have just they would have had to extend it. It couldn't be six episodes. But Jin being one of the most popular characters from the series is an easy character to start with because if you know Tekken, most people know Jin's story Mm -hmm. and where he is. Um, And I mean, slight spoilers. It starts off with Jin and his mom. So, um, as we know, we progress all the way to the end with Jin trying to essentially get uh, get to the point where he gets to fight the demon god and it's fucking ridiculous Uh, and visually i think visually great great visual representation especially for technically i said every every punch kick combo they had they did the uh the fucking hit effects from the actual (laughs) game i was like nah i fuck with this this is dope um but everything felt meaningful for the timing that they gave us they didn't give us any like thing that felt like this is just like filler moments because they didn't have time to I kind of like the six episode. I kind of like the six uh, six episode like like structure. I'm not gonna say. I think the only thing could have made this longer is they gave us six episodes and made them like almost like how Arcane was forty five minutes, mm-hmm. something like that. Because it was, I think it was paced great. But if I was someone who didn't know Tekken, it would have been hard to digest this. Arcane is so good, bro. You just made me miss Arcane. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, my question, and this is going to be obviously for our brother, Burke, I'm going to ask this question. Um, how was Steve? He got a cameo, but he didn't get no screen time. Fuck. Saudi. Saudi yeah, for I, CJ, that is. I, I, I'm not really. I, I, don't really care. I was like, ain't no way like they can make Steve like seem viably like a good fight. Yeah, the shit that we got. Like, yeah, he a boxer, but everybody using their hands, their head, and their feet. And Steve used got one kick move and a bunch of punches. Like, I get it. He in the game, he's something serious, but in this world, it's hard to see him match up with the people who fighting in here. Yeah, train killers and stuff like that. Mm. <clears throat> was he tra- trained by what's his name? Uh, Hitachi, I think his name is. Hey Hachi. Hey Hachi. Yeah. Jim was trained by his mom first mm-hmm. on a pacifist fighting style. Yeah. Hey Hachi don't like that because right. Jim is a Mashima. Yep. So he uh, went in there and Hey Hachi trained him on the. God, dude, I'm starting to remember all these story beat beats now. You throw they back out through their chest with one punch. Yep, yep. Get people get thrown off cliffs and shit. Um, <laughs> and survive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, what? It's so stupid. It's so it's Tekken's story is dumb, but for, for like a video game story, it's probably one of the best, to be honest. Like, and that's not saying a lot because these stories don't be shit. But mm-hmm. like it's still one of the best stories in in, in video games for sh- like the fighting game scene for sure. Cause I what I can think of Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat, maybe maybe the Mortal Kombat X was pretty good, but Still, I don't think it still fucks with the tech because the Tekken one you get kind of almost invested in like Jin and you know the devil demon himself. The, yeah, the devil, the Kazuya Jin, yeah, Jun Kazuma. It's it's a bunch of it's a bunch of craziness craziness in there. Absolutely. And then all their names got to have some kind of semblance, but like it, it was cool because it, they showed us a lot of the like cameo characters that are super strong or mm-hmm. we're defeated. And then they they also just kind of just they just they just went by the story well enough that made it it made it refreshingly good for something like I wasn't expecting. I saw I saw it was out and I was like, let me turn it on. I know it's gonna be good fight in, but it was actually just better overall. So decent, yeah, yeah. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. 
Let's talk about one we picked up from a suggestion from a boy, Julio. What up, Julio? Thanks for listening to us, brother. And we appreciate the recommendation. And those anime, anime girls pop for uh, Cosine. Back in that recommendation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's a herbivorous dragons of, of 5,000 years gets unfairly villainized, which is, uh, I only was able to pick up one episode because, to be honest, I totally forgot that we were supposed to watch it because, again, our hiatus from socials, I, I can't, I'm like, I totally forgot that it was recommended until I got on, uh, what was it? I think I, I got on TikTok for something and I saw your video pop up. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I was supposed to watch this. So uh, I turned it on for one episode, which is um, interesting because they're only 13 minute episodes, um, which is something different. 13 minute episodes is, uh, I've never really liked those before. Like, mm-hmm. like the Peter Grill one with the super etchy one was like that. Um, hated it. The issue is, is that when they do the thirteen minute episodes, and that's just it for the week, you know, like it is different from what we used to. Mm-hmm. Like if they gave us two thirteen minute episodes and just kind of split them up into different sections, yeah, like it, like, like each thirteen minutes is a different own thing, kind of like, like what Cartoon Network does, I guess, or what uh, Comey Can't Communicate does. Comey Can't Communicate yeah. does like tell multiple stories within an episode. They just kind of split it up and like chunks. Essentially, and like yeah. it's, it's always uh, two longer ones and then one shorter one, and then they like do it like ones in between the other or ones first and then the other longer pieces are separate. Like they they do it like that, and I think I would have preferred it to be that way because I again I don't think I got enough time with this. Even though I only watched one episode and it's like five out right now, three, four, uh, five is five. I was five out, so it's five out right now. I, even though I got didn't get much time with that first episode. It was it was adorable. It was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Very wholesome. Yeah, I don't. The problem is I don't see myself watching it until it's done though. Mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted to be it. done and I wanted to go all the way through. <laughs> oh yeah, because the episodes are so short, so it kind of just makes it easily digestible. Very. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it and I'm I'm caught up on the the five episodes that are out mm-hmm. and the the <laughs> our dragon is hilarious. Very much uh, so. And he is ridiculous. Him just him revealing who he is like is is wild and then how how much confidence or what other people see in him when they immediately see him is literally don't judge a book by his cover and you see him and it's it's the wrong book man flip the page this exactly. is this is a dragon who does not dragon well <laughs> it's not that he doesn't dragon well he's just a different kind of dragon that people assume you know, these a certain kind of thing. You know what it reminds me of that makes it so good? It reminds me of my devil as a part timer. It's that mm-hmm. same kind of that that flipping on, on the comedy spectrum between, you know, the isekai being going to another world. It's it's this fucking dragon being <laughs> thrusted as a as a villain because he's a dragon. You assume that all dragons are villains. Like <laughs> Or at least strong. Yeah, true. After watching this week, uh well, technically it was last week's, but this week's episode of uh my isekai life with them, with them <laughs> dragons it's like it's it's kind of a it's kind of a cool like dichotomy of of the two types of dragons or overlord or overlord even <laughs> well that's a little bit more similar to a dragon we got now to be honest <laughs> you're right you're right oh uh, but it's it's all it's all good man and yeah i, I like this uh herbivores dragon of a five thousand years gets unfairly venomized it's really really fucking good it's definitely our kind of shit when it comes to like the, the wholesome digestible chill stuff yeah for sure. comedy 
great comedy great comedy what's pretty funny is that there's uh the little girl when she was fighting the wolves in episode one i was like oh yeah pop off <laughs> yeah pop off now, is it is it korean it's chinese interesting yeah it's chinese interesting okay but uh it's still very very good like regardless mm-hmm. um but i wanted to say uh speaking of that i picked up another random series the daily life of the immortal king did you ever watch that one the daily life of the immortal sounds super familiar it came out in 2020 and uh i i randomly literally randomly just just turned this on because i was going through crunch roll like let me just turn on something on a random day and this first episode is actually kind of uh ridiculous <laughs> it's like uh the overpowered character who uh, it's not i'm not even sure if he knows he's overpowered like how saitama is mm-hmm. but he basically what's happening is there's this giant uh naruto like frog destroying the town like just fucking the town up polo all all this evil magic and, and stuff he's, he's blowing the town up and everybody's fighting the seal and, and killed his drag and this frog and they couldn't kill it so they ended up just sealing it below the town beneath the town um when they finally see that we see this guy looks like he's sacrificing himself to seal the dragon or the not the i keep saying dragon he's sacrificing himself to seal the frog and um we wake up or we, we the, the screen changes and we're going to school and this all the kids going to school for their magic uh like re- reveal test to see how strong their magic is everybody's fighting it and then our main character goes up basically and we get a flashback to the day that the toad or frog was sealed and then he actually beat the frog <laughs> and the heroes who basically came yeah. after that you know yeah this is was this, came came to see the toad. Is this is this joint on Netflix? I didn't I I didn't see it on Netflix. I saw it on Crunchyroll. So I was I was searching it while you were talking, and I pulled up it pulled up Netflix. I clicked the link, so y'all might have heard a little bit of Netflix in the background. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, the? I'm gonna keep watching it. I watched the first episode. It was it was funny, but it was also action oriented. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna check this one out. Very. Uh, what I'm still irritated on is the fact that you haven't watched uh, my daughter, my stepmom's daughter is my ex. Why would you say that? Did you watch it? Did you look at my uh, my annuals? I did not. So yeah, I watched the first three episodes. Three episodes, okay. Talk to me. It's the worst anime I've ever seen in my life. Since you keep bugging me, <laughs> no, it's actually uh, oh, you it's very enjoyable. Very, it's it's, yeah. it's so. It, it seems to me, and, and from what I've seen so far, it seems to me like a the the guy is trying a lot harder to make it seem as if he doesn't care, whereas like the the girl is working harder to get it out of him, trying to break him from his indifference. That's what she said in the first episode. Yeah. Second episode, it wasn't like that, and I don't think the third episode was like that. But basically, I, I do like these characters. I like the dynamic. Um, yeah. And and they the fact that they got into the situation and then they're trying to hide it as well, kind of like what you explained. Like they they're like basically we can never let them know our past. And it's like right. first of all, y'all kids, y'all past is not that deep. Bro. <laughs> Don't even matter it's for not, real. It's not that deep. But but you know what? It feels deep, right? Yeah. Because it, it like everything feel it just feels. I don't know. Like it's 
the circumstance just seems messed up because you can tell like they don't at first especially between the first three episodes you could tell they don't like each other and their goal is to just kind of like survive in this situation ship that they're in right now but i can't i can't tell they don't like each other yeah but because that, but that slowly that slowly opens up when you get to like episode three though doesn't it okay well yeah because like well to me so i agree that it seems like they had they're hostile to each other <laughs> But I guess it seems to me it. that they still obviously like each other because they yeah. remember so much about time with each other. Yeah, and you know that it seems like they like each other just more uh, standoffish, or uh, they're trying to abstain from from saying how yeah. they feel about the others, mostly because of the predicament they in, probably. Right. I I can't wait till you get to more because there's some situations <laughs> to where, like I said, they say stuff, and this is just this is just credit to the dub because the dub is actually phenomenal but they say stuff that that feels that seems like they don't want to do this for the sake of because they are exes Mm -hmm. but it also seems like they don't want to do this because they're in a situation to where they're step siblings now and it also means that they don't want to do this because of like it's just a bunch of different scenarios that's kind of layered on top of each other that feels like yeah what do you mean by that you know yeah, what I'm saying? The Onisan situation that happened and all that stuff. Yeah, it's like, a, but what do you mean about that kind of situation? And it's like, oh, I, I just want to know what's going on. I like the dude character a lot. I think he's probably the strongest of the two. Um, even though I respect the the realness of the girl, like the girl is just legit. Like, yeah. I I can't handle this shit. I was a dork. I'm trying to change it up. Kind of reminds me, love don't cost a thing again. Oh my goodness! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that movie goaded, man. Top five, man. (laughs) Top five, probably because Kristen Milian. But you know, I digress. Oh my goodness, Polo. (laughs) I digress. Anyway, yeah. What's next, brother? What else you got? Uh, I promise you, I had a, uh, I had a. A question to ask you, but I totally lost it. So your yeah, sleeper this week? Mm-hmm. What you think? A black summoner? Yeah, yeah. Not just black summoners, not just sleeper. Oh my sleeper! Oh, call of the night. I forgot that was my fucking sleeper. Fuck. <laughs> um, so you you ain't care nothing about these new vampires that pop nah, up? No, that shit was kind of it. Kind of made it more trash to me again because I'm losing I'm losing the mysteriousness of of. Uh, an, of was it, what do you call her Naja Chan or whatever her name is? Mm-hmm. I'm losing so, that. Like, like I get, they literally gave us everything about her and about the situation and the fact of you know basically who she is in general. Which they it took a step back because what we had last was such a huge step forward that like being introduced to some more vampires in a in a whole little fight scene and it was just kind of like yeah not needed not necessary so. Uh, I'm not going to say this is rare because I think Polo and I agree a lot, but I agree with you. And part of the issue I had was that the entire aspect of this is supposed to be mystery, like this mysterious love, right? Yes. And to hear that these vampires are not just popular, but they're like, there's a whole vampire society, which I, I understand there should be a vampire society, sure, obviously, yeah. right? But they shouldn't, and I just don't think they should have introduced us to four or five vampires. They should have brought in like one, maybe two. Yes, they, yes. They really have just oversaturated the entire anime. We barely have seen human characters. Yes. <laughs> in this anime, we have 
three human characters that actually even have made any kind of impact on the show, mm-hmm. which one of which we haven't seen in two episodes and the other one we've seen twice. And I it's just it. like, we, now we have more vampires than we have humans in a show that made it made these vampires seem so mysterious. And, and the best part it, about it was the relationship that was being, like the, the good part about the show to me was the relationship that was built in this isolated island between even his his middle school friend with him his middle school friend and and her and and him that that little triangle and then they threw in that adult which that adult situation I forgot I, I can't remember it was it was a great situation in my opinion I love that very good situation like it was it literally took the show down from like a six to me to up to a seven and then it went back down to a six when they introduced the rest of the vampires because it's just like why are y'all here like and then, like like you said like you said you did it perfectly they the whole mysterious nature of this is gone now because the the point of the vampires is now to literally make people fall in love so they can generate offspring and that's like their whole goal which then makes it which then makes the entire show kind of mute to me because now it's now it's like okay now it's like yeah we know that she's not doing that for that particular reason but we know that that's what these vampires are supposed to do and it just feels it don't feel as natural as naturally becoming as what it was going to be when they were uh introducing us to the situation you know what i'm saying does that make sense yeah, and it, it is nice that our our main character vampire Nasana has like her own characterization within the vampire community. Yeah. It does make her make her seem somewhat yeah. special. Yeah. But to to hear how easily the other vampires made it seem that they could turn him into a vampire diminished like the whole aspect of it. Like I guess and, and I guess that that kind of solidifies it, makes it stronger, but also kind of makes it weaker in my mind, right? Yeah, like it definitely makes it, it makes it stronger in the sense of like it, it it solidifies Nasuna's like thought process that she wants to be different or she is a special kind of vampire, so because she doesn't quite necessarily want offspring, she just wants to you know live her life. But like it could be easy, like this is what y'all do. Like right. it, it should he should have already been a vampire. We shouldn't even even been taking this long to even get to the to that part of the show so it it kind of did like like you said it kind of brought it down a peg for me yeah but to to throw in something positive which is something i want to try to do whenever i talk negative about a show i want i want to try to sprinkle in the positive because i want y'all to understand that i do see like i do look at stuff objectively now like i look at it at a wider scope than just no this shit's trash and normally people will move on from that no that's not what i do i would like to in, in, uh, incorporate some positives The positive is The main character is still pretty good You can tell That he's unique in himself By just literally being himself And just being as honest as possible Within the circumstances that he's uh, Forwarded to Like it's it's him that's literally Like keeping the show afloat Because um, his uh, uncertain uncertainties, but honesty is very refreshing, especially when he's talking to these vampires and he's telling them like, "Hey, look, this is what happened. this is what she said. This is what we're gonna do. This is the plan. Like, we yeah. have this go." And they just and straight up saved him more or less, you know. And he didn't even think about it that way. He was just thinking about it like, "No, I'm gonna just tell y'all what's up. <laughs> Ain't no reason to bullshit." And I like right. that. And that's 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 quality. That's quality in the character. Though I still find, again, I still find the romance to be real tacky, real boring. But the vampires coming in made it worse. But our main characters, I like the main character a lot. 
Yeah. He's actually, actually likable. Um, so, uh, I, I, I don't even hate Nasuna. I think I think no, she's, she's good too. Yeah, I, true. Yeah, I think that like the characters are fine. What's really good about her is that how she interacts with the world in comparison to him. Mm-hmm. Like, just she makes situations around them interesting, but it's like, yeah, so. they, this extra stuff. I feel like almost yeah, slowed it down. Like, Very it's the so. hamster wheel going in reverse now. Yes. Wow. wow. Yeah. Well said. That's a fact. That's a fact. But I mean, and to, and to put it in, to put it in perspective, right? Right. Like, we had this main character that's awesome. That that's better than average, right? Also, in my stepmom's daughter is my ex. Great main characters there as well. Mm-hmm. You know what main character pissed me off the most? This week? Yes. Who? Run the girlfriends, man. <laughs> I just that fucking episode. Now we're not going to go into spoilers of it. I just want to. I just want to touch base on it just a little bit because we're not talking any spoilers. Talk. I do have to mention Kazuya's fucking his this whole date situation that. And the way he acts is so frustrating that I I couldn't handle it. It was too yeah. long, of that, of this, uh, you know, like this fucking un, like this uncouth fucking lack of confidence that just it was so sickening. It was like okay, enough, just no more, bro. Stop. You know, it just yeah. I kept feeling like this dread whenever I'm watching this episode go through until like the end. The end is when it got better, but. I just couldn't yeah. stand that part. And you would think that after a year of yes, this experience he's been in, after after the things he just recently went through with uh, like Ruka Chan, Mommy Chan, then back with Ruka Chan, then arguing with Mommy Chan again with Ruka, and then coming back to Mizuhara, you would think that he'd just be like, you know what, man? Her hair smell is going to make me fucking go basically nut in my pants. Sorry. 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 He literally is the worst, though. Like, Absolute for any worst. possible situation, bro. Like, a high school uniform is not going to get me there, bro. Come I on, can't, bro. I can't do it. Real it ain't enough. Is that, like, is, is it cute? I guess it can be. That's adorable, but like, I guess, on, yeah. You know, you, it's not going to get me there. And yeah, I guess, no. I just don't, I don't see. It's the culture differences, man. Yeah. I mean, I would hope not because, I, I mean, it's some weirdos here too, but sheesh. Yeah. Well, no, you're right. You're right. Something we just can't rock with. And again, like I, like you said, after a year, enough is like fucking enough, bro. You're not, you're not getting this nervous and sweaty and, and, and from a, a, like a, Super average date with this girl you've been quote unquote seeing for a year, and it's just it's just enough. Like I've had enough of it. It's so taxing. It was. I was watching average this episode. Is, average is the right thing to say. Yeah, true. <laughs> I was so. <laughs> I was just so over it because it lasted the entire episode that I'm like I can't take any more of this. I was ready to turn it off, but then, like I said at the end, it got it got a lot better. So I don't know, man. Worst episode of the season for me so far, probably. Yeah, definitely, definitely worst episode. What was your uh, what was the positives you got out of it? Um, the Ferris wheel. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was when it cleaned up. Yeah, the the Ferris wheel I thought was a cool part. He, even though like he got slapped, it was like he apologized. I thought it was stupid that he said he shouldn't have been losing his balance. Like, yo, losing your balance is normal. It can happen to anybody. Definitely not your fault, there, chief. <laughs> yeah, it's just, the, the, the stuff they make him apologize for is weird, but that was a, overall that that Ferris wheel moment. Nice, right? Even to see her efforts when she started talking about 
you know, the original Ferris wheel held 36 people per cart and it was, or 60 people per cart and it held up to 2,000 people in total and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yo, she really, like, she's the highlight in this moment yeah. because you can't, you, you're a shitty dater, first of all, bro. Uh, not you, but you know. Oh yeah, 100%. He's, he's a shitty dater. Can't hold a conversation. So instead of letting an awkward moment happen, Mizuhara knows how to, you know, circumvent that. And I'm just like, bro, you got to step your shit up. It's been <laughs> over a year. You can't feel this uncomfortable. Like, it's just, come on, man. Yeah, and part of it is my fault. Like, I go from great main characters to, to that. Sometimes I'm like, with the way I pick my episode order, when I watch the episodes, I'm like, ugh. Main characters can be this, but you're acting like this. It's just, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, and to, uh, to wrap up the anime talk for the first half of the show, I got to ask you this question. What's up? Heat week. It was, it was last week. Yep. AKA the midterms. Episode six is they were all fire. Now mm. that the honeymoon phase is over, uh, for lack of a better term, did it continue to peak? Or would you say it, it leveled out? Hold on. What, what, what continued to peak? The shows. Mm. You know how to show them uh, so six yeah. was like wow. This week was very sternly not as good as it was <laughs> last yes. week. But do I think there was some some bangers this week? Definitely. Yes. I definitely think always made in the bits, absolute banger. Uh summertime rendering, absolute banger. Overlord, absolute banger. Uh Vermilion Gold. Vermilion Gold was another really good episode. Such was, you know, I said Summertime Render, Made in Abyss, oh, mm-hmm. Parallel War Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. That was the banger of the week so For far sure. this week, at least in For my sure. opinion. Like, I'm not saying it's my episode of the week, but it was definitely that for the week itself I, was I an absolute banger. I agree. Can't wait to talk about that in the second half of the show. Yeah, and I think, I th- again, the continuous climb of Black Summoner as well, it, that that took yep. a trip up for sure like like summer great episode this week yeah yeah I would say I would say yeah pretty good my Isakai life I even enjoyed mm-hmm. Yakuza mm-hmm. got the babysitting I even enjoyed <coughs> pretty yeah, huge I, though I, like I said it's a lot, it was still good stuff but it felt like last week everything was on this on this game thing. yes man I agree I agree with that some about those episode sixes, man. We we keep a pin in this because we're gonna touch base on this uh, in the fall season to see if that continues. Because a fall season is is just dropping with some heat. I'm gonna say in about two weeks or so we're gonna do our preview episode for the fall. Um, uh, yeah, about two weeks. So around episode 11s of these other shows, which is where a lot of them ends uh, episode 13s and then 12. So. Yeah, we're gonna start touch basing on touch bases on the fall coming up here in about a couple of weeks, maybe a few weeks. Looking forward to it. All right, let's get to know my check white waifu. This is part of the podcast where one of us rolls a random number generator, i.e., me this this week. The other reads a question associated with that number. How many questions we got? Eleven. Nine. What anime character would you want to be stranded on a des- deserted island with? Uh, I mean, pharma. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's that's a good choice. That's yeah, a good choice. Yeah, you could conjure anything from anything. 
I was going to choose. <laughs> Uh, what's his name, dude? Boy, uh, Senku from Shokuyaki no Soma. Not Senku, is that Senku? Senku was from Dr. Stone. Yeah, I want, I want Dr. Stone. <laughs> I, want, I want, I want the dude from uh, Shokuyaki no Soma. Soma, I want Soma. <laughs> oh, from Food Wars, okay. Yeah, oh, I yeah, want yeah. Soma from Food Wars. Soma from Food Wars, for sure. Yeah, We're gonna make the island the best life. True, true. You're gonna be whipping up some good shit. I swear. <laughs> I right. learn how to cook when we finally make it off the island. I'll come home like, look, babe, I've been gone for five years. Let me show you these recipes real quick. Facts. All right. When we come back, we're gonna spoil summertime rendering Overlord Four and Parallel World Pharmacy. Parallel World Pharmacy. Thank you for being my memory. We'll be right back after these.
And welcome back to episode 166 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Let's get into the spoiler talk. We're going to spoil, full spoil, Summertime Rendering episode 19. Holy shit. Six more episodes left. Crazy. Um, it, I was thinking the same thing about how fast this anime is coming up to its end. Yeah. Do we deserve this anime so far? I feel like we didn't deserve this. Yeah, we definitely did. Um, we did. We didn't, but we did because we just came from '86, and then we just jumped right into summertime rendering. It seems. Yeah. Gifted, blessed, I guess, if you will. Uh, episode 19 was f- fucking crazy. So we know that. Um, I don't. I to be honest, this is hard to kind of make sense of this episode because a lot of shit happened, and you were just like, "Well, I was just like, what." So, for instance, we obviously start back up on an uh, island after the reset where our boy Shinpei was back to where the start was when he was protecting the kids from the other shadows with uh, Ushio. But this time, Ushio is gone. Then Haine, on a beach as a crow, has been watching him. We come to find out the whole time as a crow and finally waited for the situation to where Ushio was dead, where she can make her fucking move. He grabs the shell from his pocket and for some reason, Ushio. Uh, Ushio shell and for some reason Haine retreats when she's literally at the killing blow that part to me um, was the first time in the show I was like wait what I don't know if that was enough for her to re- literally completely retreat and stop in mid attack why would that do that so I had a couple things because I was thinking the Whoa, same thing why you sound so low all of a sudden well, it might be it, it might be me. It's me. Right, I got I got a couple couple things that came to mind when I when I saw that part. Right, um, the first thing that came to mind was obviously um, Ushio, right? Right. Um, the fact that she recognizes Ushio as a threat, and let's say she recognizes this as something that is Ushio. She, you know, I'm I'm just saying because you know I don't we don't know how she perceives it exactly right so that if she doesn't have the energy to fight ushio right now right she thought she's fighting you know uh just him unarmed he's a human nothing special easy enough for her to kind of come through and do whatever she needs to do but if it's ushio in in the current state maybe she feels unsafe unprepared in that moment to fight ushio yeah that's hard for me to believe um, and it's only hard for me to believe is because you're in mid attack. Let's say the shell itself, because you remember we talked about how we saw her like flash something and we it could be a piece of her or something like that to save herself, whatever, whatever that yeah. case may be. Maybe the shell is Ushio, even still. Obviously, if it is Ushio, Ushio doesn't have the strength to fight right now because in a situation to where he's in mid attack, getting attacked by these shadows, literally the fucking motion of the shadows jumping at Shinpei is coming at him Rawr! and she says no wait and disappears so if that is Ushio and she's resting she still have more than enough time to kill him but she don't know if Ushio's resting is what I'm what I'm assuming because Ushio she's not connected to Ushio like she was in the other shadows this, anymore like what's why stop Ushio pops out and kill the shadows mm-hmm. then, and then dip the fuck her. out dip the fuck That's out that's what she did. She dipped the fuck out. Dipped the fuck out after the attack. Don't don't stop mid attack. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't make sense to stop mid attack. Wait till she comes out. When she comes out, then you dip the fuck out. 
like I if guess you, ha- so. you you have the ability to do that. Like you're you're Heine. You, you're obviously able to, to summon these shadows and make them disappear almost at an instant. Why not just finish through the finish through with the attack? Not saying that I wanted it to happen. Nothing she did was quick though. And nothing she did in this scene was quick. That's crazy because it was extremely quick. What, what part did she do that was fast? Everything happened in an instant. We, we saw what we saw was just a, a a mental like it was just a mental breakdown of everything. She summoned the shadows. The shadows came out. They came attack. If you look at it from the that's, perspective of not that, that's not the problem I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is Heine coming in right mm-hmm. she's a crow raven whatever sure. right how fast did she get there when she left how fast did she leave she didn't take off like a shadow that could move fast she got up and flew away like a regular crow is is how i'm perceiving this so to me it doesn't seem like she actually even has the power to be an actual threat in a fight right now that's just what it looks like to me that's that's why i i, I took it as a way it's like maybe she is Viewing this as something that she is a battle she can't win right now. That's stupid. That doesn't make any sense because you, again, you had fucking, it looked to be 10, 15 shadows literally surrounding one human. Mm-hmm. Even if Ushio had the time to come out, she had to deal with 10 to 15 shadows. And we know from watching her, she can maybe deal with f- one to five. But 10 to 15 shadows popping out at Shinpei attacking him at the same time isn't enough for him, her to kill them, then get Heine like that. Mm-hmm. And again, Ushio, if she's just resting, trying to recover from being gouged with a fucking pole arm, <laughs> I get it. Like, I get it if that's her and that's why Heine left, but it still doesn't make, it sen- make any sense to stop mid attack the way she did. Like if she summoned the shadows, the shadows were sitting right in front of her, and then he clenched the shell, and she's like, she did her tisk thing and tisk, wait, you know, and then pulled out. That would make much more sense to me in the sense of okay, she believed that was Ushio. She's like, nah, I'm not ready for this fucking fight. Let me dip the fuck out now. You know what I'm saying? Like that would make more sense to me in, in, in the grand scheme of things. But I will say this: summertime is extremely good at explaining things after yeah, they happen. That's exactly what I was about to say. I was so, about to say. Do you trust this team? Because yes. they ain't laying us down yet. Yes. I'm going to keep trusting it until when the next episode come. Them not solving this problem, this dilemma for me. If they don't solve it for me, I'm like, okay. Well, they got one past me, you know. <laughs> An episode went from 11 to a 10. Well, damn. Oops. <laughs> Mistake, guys. It's okay. You know, like, whatever. But I just, I just feel like that was the only time this, this song where I was like, I kind of like did the head tilt, and this what is in a way like, what's going on? It was in a way of why did that happen? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was just kind of like, ugh, it was weird. But again, I'm, the copying of Shinpei though. Yeah, yeah, and the explanation of the copy of Shinpei was crazy because I'm like, well, how the fuck did they do that? And she copied everything on his person immediately. Just of course, bruh, and she busted. What was different is they. What was different is they normally don't explain that deep, right? They don't go back to the previous loops and talk about how he was copied before when he had his phone when they had two phones vanished. They just make us remember that. But because they explained that in the way from Shinpei uh, going back in his mind to uh, replay all the the loops was so mm-hmm. fire. That was that's a perfect way of doing the retellings of, of situations instead of just flashing back to it, having the main character relive it. And I think we can only do that with Shinpei because his objective thinking, right? Like, I don't think 
I don't think you could go and you say Subaru. Yeah, yeah, you can or have him revisit some of his old previous deaths. But mm-hmm. I think I don't think he has the mental capacity that Shempei has to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. The only one, only one we got is uh, what's his name, Akube from Akube. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think you definitely could. God, man, such. Yeah, summertime is still a time, time for me. Um, for sure, for sure. Every week, great episodes, great explanations. It doesn't even have to be action filled. It could just be what it is. I mean, this I love, one was. Yeah, and I love that how uh, Ryu Nosuke and Hizuru yep. they figure out immediately that's not Shinpei. Right, of course. Because they they just built different. Yep. And then that fight, and she's like, yo, you did this because you wanted to protect my body. Fuck this shit up so we can fuck mm. them up. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and, no. And, for the, and I, I get it. It's, this anime is like a mixed bag of things when it comes to like the action orientation, the mystery orientation, the horror orientation. Yes. But when they do get into that action bag, bro. Incredible. It's actually wild. It it's like cool. top tier fucking uh, shonen kind of action type shit. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they, they doing this right all the way, all the way to the T. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're doing this right all the way to the T. Wow, tell that's crazy. I don't know why. Just now, I've heard that saying before, but for some reason, it never played off like, <laughs> in my head. Like it just did right now. What the fuck? What a weird click. <laughs> because you know, right? R I G H T. All doing it right all the way to the T. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. I'm just now hitting that. Wow. <laughs> I feel like a doofus, man. Doofus. Um anyway. Anyway. Oh God. Hello, wow. <laughs> what do you I can't believe I'm embarrassed. But <laughs> I'm so embarrassed right now. Oh man. Let's talk let's talk. Let's do a gut check for next week. What do you think uh is gonna go down next week? <laughs> I think he's really gonna die. Oh, I think these deaths are gonna be a lot more permanent going forward. Yeah, I hope the fuck not, man. But oh, that's killer, bro. That's killer because I, I thought the same thing, and I was hoping you'd be like, I think he's a rule. But I think she's gonna die killing Shide. But like, yeah, she's gonna put in work. But yeah, she's definitely gonna die. Yeah, I think she's gonna. I think it's gonna be a two of, uh, a two for two. Like it, it's gonna be an each other kind of thing. Which fucking sucks, man. Because I love her so much. Like, to be honest, she just might be my waifu of the season. Even though she wasn't in this season. Damn, I can't even do that. I can't even. <laughs> I'm a, Because this is our podcast, I'm going to ret- retroactively change my waifu to you, from your to Hizuru. Okay. Just because we can. She's great, bro. She's so great. Your was great, too. Yeah, she's fantastic. But Hizuru is just, uh, she's on another so level. different. She's on another level. Like the conversation she had with her brother was was just enough for me. And then, oh, the little moment when he finally got to, to speak to her in real time. Yep. And because of that, and then her her ending pose when they're about to start the shit with Shide, I'm like, she's just something else. She's something special. I just love her. Right. Also, let's talk about how she had control over that shit the whole time. Like That's, she really could have been talking to him in real time the whole time. Yep. That that I I was like fuck that kind of 
that kind of blew me. It's like we ain't got time for this. Let's just do it. We don't mm. we don't even know the punishment that, that her doing that is going to cause them as a whole. Which the reason why she probably didn't do it is because it, it's probably a fucking equivalent exchange kind of fucking thing or something. I don't fucking know. Is, is she doing it because she got told? Hey yo, stop playing. Use my body. Blow she their head through his asshole. And let's do this. She said whatever happens happens. She said we can win. And when she oh dude when she did that jump back and you saw her fucking her calf muscles strain I was like oh yeah. oof I get it now I get it I get why he wouldn't go all out before because it it, it probably will destroy a human's body shadow moves in the human body mm-hmm. unbelievable bro unbelievable show everything everything that's not understood is always explained yes. And that's what makes the show show great. In a, in a timely manner. They, in a timely manner. In a time. Yep. On a time, but w- without leaving us wanting, because it's always something on top of something on top of something, and then they mm-hmm. go back. They go back to something prior in the past and explain that something that we just didn't really pick up too much on, but we should have known what we know now. Type shit. You know what I'm saying? Incredible, right. incredible fucking show. Let's move on. Next up, Overlord Four. This. uh this is a kind of funny episode. <laughs> kind of, that shit was hilarious. Because Ines <laughs> is goofy, he goofy, but it's because of like how everything played out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going back thinking about how he was saying, "Oh, I don't have a spell that can do the same thing that my baby goats did." Yet he walks up to dragons and just heart grasp. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Just grab the heart, and that's the end of the end of the conversation. It's like I said, as long as they're below a certain level, he could do that to anybody. And he was eager to do it on our first dragon until he was like, "Oh no, no, no! I'm here to help me." He, you know, heart go away. So you see, his dad, his dad don't want to listen. He just went straight up, cool. And then the wife, <laughs> then the wife is just like, "Okay, no, whatever you need, I'm I'm his mom." Because <laughs> right. he said, because the uh, the sun dragon, um, basically, essentially, uh, Ains pulled up. On the dragons that you know were supposedly these beings that were protecting the uh, what they call it? the cor- the cor- 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 gogs or some whatever the fuck they little corgwas yeah some yeah something like Cadobas Cadobas I think they call that's a that's a Chipotle offshoot restaurant whatever <laughs> it's close enough uh, basically they were being um, essentially they were using those dragons to protect them from the dwarves as like a fucking a, a mutual relationship kind of thing you know mm-hmm. the, the kadoba i'm gonna call them kadobas from now on the kadobas feed the dragon go the dragons then protect the kadobas uh you know give and take kind of situation a D esque kind of relationship for use in overlord and the 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 kadobas go to the dragons like yo hey yo Something that took out a lot of our people were, were very strong, and it seems like the dwarves have access to this power now. And we were wondering if we could borrow your power so you can put them back in place. Dragon's like, you know what? Sure, but let's send our our let's send our fat lazy son, fat lazy smart son over to just take care of it. He'll scare him off well enough. But that dragon, his son, happens to run into the king of Nazarek himself, Ains, 
and Ainz, like Tell said, almost literally grasped his heart in an instant and said, "Oh, look, a dragon. We need we need a dragon's flesh and and, and, and materials to maybe craft something special in the future." And the pudgy joke he made. And the pudgy joke, yeah, how the pudgy joke was hilarious. I forgot about that. But the uh, the dragon son was like, "Yo, hey, he recognized the powers of Ainz, and he's like, "Yo, whatever you need." Just don't kill me. I can give you. I can walk you right to the leader of the dragons, and you can settle this your way. Basically, right. what happens, um, and then he gets walked to the the, the the king of the dragons, essentially. Um, but before he gets to the king of the dragons, he asks Eyes, "Hey, like, can you show mercy on my mother?" And he's like, "You know what? Okay, I promise I'll show mercy on your mother, but the rest of them gotta die." And he's like, "Okay, good." Get walking, gets gets to walking towards the king dragon, and he meets the king dragon. Yeah. He says to the king dragon, you know, he says to the the son that he's walking upon and say, "Look, which one is your mother?" No, he kills the king dragon because the king dragon is about to kill eyes. It's like, oh, it's an undead. What is an undead doing here? You can't, you ain't got shit on me, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and eyes grabs his heart and instantly kills him, <laughs> which is just fucking hilarious. What I, level is an elder lich in this world? Uh. Well, he's not an elder lich, but an elder lich in this that. world. An elder lich in this world, I believe, was seventy-five. His elder lich subordinates. They say they keep saying like, "What is it? What is the elder lich doing here?" Like they they keep categorizing him as like an elder lich. Yeah, I'll like find elder it. liches ain't insanely powerful, and just thinking they can hold up to him. <laughs> and it's like if the elder lich is level 70, 75, 80, what made you think you could talk shit? An elder lich is ranked within the middle, within the hierarchy of the uh, elder lich type or skeleton. Skeleton mage being the lowest, overlord being the highest, according to the uh, image. Also, hold on, hold on, let me, I gotta click into it because Google only gives you part of it. It doesn't really say the elder lich level, but they're basically the but middle. The overlord of the is that's why he's called overlord because he is the highest of the elder liches, right? Yep, yep. that's exactly right. But they keep when they keep saying that it's an elder lich. They do they think he a skeleton mage. Is that what it is? They think he's like a low level maid. I apologize. So th- let's just say you remember the elder lich you summoned during the um, lizard arc. Mm-hmm. There was only forty one. Okay. So elder liches of that level are roughly forty one. But they still. I mean, I guess technically they they the same strength as skeleton knights. What's up? Uh, skeleton knights are thirty, yeah, or thirty-five. So close. So they still up there. They're not like weak. So yeah. I was just trying to figure out like why they keep categorizing what they think he is as something weak. Something weak, yeah. <laughs> I wonder how how strong the dragons were there though. I don't know. They did. Well, they he did. Dead as fuck. Well, they did because he did kill two of them, right? Yep. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Straight up, what's funny is like um, this all happened after Shaltier's uh, executes the mission perfectly too. Um, I don't know if we talked about that last week. Did we talk about that? Uh, what Shaltier did this episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, was it this episode that that happened? Yeah. Damn, these episodes was fucking. They were so smooth. Yeah, I didn't even, yeah. Yeah. So in the meantime, Shaltier was uh, Shaltier in. Aura, mm-hmm. and speaking of that, we've been calling. I've been calling, and I've been correct until now. I've been wrong. My, we've been calling Myra, Aura, and Aura Myra. So, Mari, sorry, Mari, 
Mari. Yeah. So this is Aura that's with him, not Mari. <laughs> okay. So Aura um, and Shoutier go to negotiate with the Qgoas, and basically, uh, they're they're not open to negotiations initially, and she. Uh, well, I was ordered to kill you until you get down to t- ten thousand. Uh, Two thousand important is if you didn't want to disagree, and basically they go from six thousand to ten thousand pretty quickly because Shout here don't play no games. No um, games. It was brutal, bro. So brutal. They all even help. No, she didn't have to. She didn't have to at all. She was just like, well, I mean, you chose not to listen, so she was just back there chilling. What's what's funny is again watching Aura basically command a dragon with little effort because again they're not they're below level one hundred so she can she can control them, um, <laughs> which is so fucking crazy to even think about. But watching Shoutier remain in control while slaughtering hundreds and hundreds of uh, Kugoas or whatever the fuck was thousands yeah thousands yeah, thousands to be exact was crazy and to watch him just send out like as many as he possibly could to even see if he had even the slimmest chance of wearing her down which obviously they didn't these fucking things are like level 25 and shit like nowhere near close to it but to see Shoutier remain in control was amazing for her character growth because that's exactly what she needed to do to prove to Ainz quote unquote that she was better but also the little comedy beat between Ainz and Shoutier about what actually happened to the uh, the Death Knights. <laughs> the Death Knights, yeah. Instead of him actually thinking somebody strong enough to kill him, it was pretty hilarious because it made it all seem like it was a part of his plan. <laughs> just work out like that for every yeah, single time. Yeah, every single time. And that's, again, that's the best part about Overlord's comedy is that it's like, it's comedy that's legit. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? legit like funny situations that you can't really you can't really expect you know yeah I mean he is what they consider an all powerful being true and And to him he's just a fucking office worker yeah he views them as like they're the real problems and he's (laughs) just here living his life (laughs) right making do what he got unfortunately (laughs) I'm real interested to now know that fucking Ainz has Kugoas, dragons, Wooncraft dwarves. Unbelievable so, kingdom. He's got 18 dragons in total, right? Oh, there were 16 okay. dragons. Yep, yep. There were 16 kid dragons, <laughs> so that's 15 of them because one of them died. And then there was three, three moms and one father. So 18 dragons. He came up came up dude and then 10,000 Kugoas and 26 uh, Runecrafter dwarfs mm-hmm. off of Sorcerer Kingdom and just one expedition bro this is why the the, uh, the fighters guild or the adventurers guild was worried he's walking <laughs> he's just walking over and the other people I see you guys got a problem you want me to fix it <laughs> Just like they, that relationship. Like, hey, stop! Stop going over there fixing shit. Supposed <laughs> to be undead and evil. Stop fixing stuff. Unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable. I can't wait to to see what this, how this ends. But to know that this ends going into the uh, Holy Kingdom arc was going to be so interesting because then it's it's a movie. So for one, it's going to be a nice tight uh, 
quote unquote, we call it a long episode, essentially a movie of the Holy Kingdom arc, which is going to be interesting because I wonder if that's when we're going to get um, what they what they call her, the what they call them children or something of something or another, which I think those are like players. Mm. I'm thinking. I don't know for sure, but just a guess. That would be dope if we actually get some player characters in it. That would be a good arc to yeah. make a movie to start on. Mm-hmm. Be unbelievable to see uh, Ainz and and actually just the tomb of Nazarene in general go all out <laughs> against them. That's actually a threat to them. I'm interested to see. I can't wait to whatever whenever that movie drops. I need to check out the trailers though for sure. All right, and let's move on to the last but certainly most not least. Parallel World Pharmacy, bro. How epic was it to see him fight against the the Catholics? <laughs> They're not Catholics or anything like that. And don't be offended, but it's just funny to call them that. When when he had to fight against the temple, it was it was a uh, it was kind of like what I expected. Like he he didn't try and kill nobody. He didn't want to hurt nobody. He he said what he was and what he was trying to do. They didn't listen. It was so entertaining, bro. That I was blown back by how good that part was, essentially. And for them, oh, God, it was so good. The way he moved was just extremely clean and smart and just fucking made a fool out of the bishop. You, you would almost think uh, bro was fighting all his life. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. But he just he's just using simple alchemy to... To craft some shit that definitely will win. <laughs> yeah, and then revealing that he has more than one attribute to them was dope because he didn't like just outright say like I have four attributes, I have everything I can do. He literally was just doing stuff, canceling out effects, abilities, um, nitrogen shields against fire, all kind of stuff. Erasing like, the oxygen to put out the fire, mm-hmm. all kinds of crazy shit that was just unbelievable. And again. Using now those elements in the in a way that's so clean, even though it's magical, it still is just let me get it's all surgical. Yeah, pun intended. That like it's it it's just it makes me not. It makes no excuse for Doctor Stone. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. Like Doctor Stone has no excuse for being as fucking petty and childish as it is and I think that's the difference somebody said it in my stream I think I said this last week too but somebody said it in my stream Parallel World is a more mature version of Dr. Stone and it's not even that it's I th- much- yeah I thought you said that I, I probably got it from the stream so I probably stole it from somebody from the stream and took credit for it or something like that probably did I don't know <laughs> but <laughs> but that that's it just it feels like that because it's so like even though you can, I feel like you can watch it with your kids and be just fine. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still very much uh, adult oriented, while still being wholesome and sweet. Um, but after that fight, though, and he could, and he commenced surgery for the first time ever in his life and career. As well, both, surgery on a on a human. He's uh, done tons true. of surgeries on lab rat. Yeah, but so have we, right? Like we've we've cut open a frog before. You know what I'm saying? I don't make a surgery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like. And by we, I mean in school, obviously. We not, right. me, me and Tell wasn't as kids out here cutting up bugs and shit, whatever. Yeah, we got murderers. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, it, even this, just watching that happen was just so fire. I wish we would have seen more of it and saw how he did 
do the surgery maybe that would be a little bit cool but i understand why they that, did been, that had to have been an uncensored episode bro <laughs> i understand why they did because that's a lot to, to to kind of throw in to an anime for, for one and then two they had a lot more inside of this that was relatively important to the to the main structure of the story and in the pharmacy itself and that's you know three months pass yep after the three months pass and he saves the bishop the bishop pulls no he was the leader he was the commander of the templar yeah Yeah, he was the commander of the templars and then he pulls up and shows that he's been promoted to bishop and with that promotion he decides to do everything he can to help um pharma big pharma (laughs) Uh, with his his pharmacy by giving him this fucking staff that looks incredible and that's out of this world literally Mm -hmm. can only be used by divine power wielders yep insane to even think about a necklace that gives him a shadow back and suppresses his uh, pantheos power his divine power Mm -hmm. and then and then we learned which is something I think was the most important uh, piece of this episode was how the guild operates like the guilds that operate with the other shops are basically fucking these other shops these other shops can't take the medicine that that uh, Big Pharma is using to help cure like you know uh, commoners and, 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 and nobles all all at once that 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 is actually working better than the, the um, medicines of this world naturally and it's it's keeping them from doing business you know with that medicine so but for, like you said Big Pharma's got a plan for that he's opening up his second shop which yep. will allow him to establish his own guild yep and he can bring those lesser shops in and actually do what he said he was going to do bring right. that health and medicine to everybody which is going to fuck him in the long run as well because like we still don't know who did it. I thought it was the, the the Templars that brought the carriage with the mud in and shit to kind yeah. of put him in a vulnerable situation but it wasn't it was somebody else which obviously we know it's the other guild right it has to be right you would assume the yeah, other merchant on him step on his toes you know yeah true he come in hot coming in hot he's royal <laughs> you know he's pretty high up in royalty yep. cheaper prices better medicine mm-hmm. he's like little Caesars out here um, and he had the makeup no, true, true. He did the old makeup market. He got stuff they don't have. Yep, that's crazy. Wow, man, wild to think about. You know what? You know he almost as good as uh, what's his from the world's finest assassin. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, man. unbelievable. I can't wait till that show comes back. By the way, but uh, yeah, man, great episode all the way around. I thought the the shoppings with his sister was f- f- fucking phenomenal. <laughs> so adorable. She's just the the cutest thing ever. Yeah. I love it. And um, him taking advantage of actually being able to do stuff with his sister this time around. Right. I didn't even think about the fact that without his shadow being like there, he couldn't do shit in the daytime proper like a normal person would. Even though he still maneuvered, he still managed. But even how they explained why he doesn't have a shadow was dope too, because yeah. it wasn't that he was evil and just didn't have a shadow. It's because the being he is is a being of light. So crazy. he is the light. There would be no shadow. Yep, always. That's crazy. I was like, that's fire. I and love that explanation. And it's even crazier because of the, the the direct opposition of that and why the temple believed him to be a heretic is because which they explain like a divine being with no shadow was evil. It's like something's wrong with that like I forgot what they said specifically but I digress 
it was it was fire to see that the complete opposition and why why they thought what they thought actually made logical sense, and then come to find out what they thought was the opposite of what they thought. He's actually <laughs> the epitome of light. So it's like, well, that's why he also doesn't have a shadow. Not that he doesn't have a soul, <laughs> you know. It's just that he's just light. It's crazy. Good show. That's a wrap, bro. Great, great show. All right, we just finished talking about parallel world pharmacy and all of its greatness and how you can be the light in somebody's world, even your own. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Overlord, season four, and the upcoming movie. We hype. We so excited to see what's coming next to this anime. Summertime rendering, you already know every week some greatness. Um, on our break, we got to know Mike Check, Wife, Wife, Food, or before our break, uh, we wanted to know who would you want to be deserted on the island with? Uh, don't choose anyone bad. Choose someone who can make good food. Um, we also don't, we not, we try not to forget about this. So we're going to talk about the peaks. Uh, what episode six does for anime um, coming soon. We're going to do that a little bit more. Rent a girlfriend. Another great episode. Well, a cool episode. Had a good, a better ending. Car of the night. Took a step back for us. The day life of the mortal king one I picked up was actually pretty good for the first episode. I'm gonna keep watching that. A herbivorous dragon we picked up. Thanks for that recommendation, by the way. It's a very wholesome, funny anime. Uh, I watched Tekken Bloodline, another really good sixth episode. If you love Tekken, pick it up. In our episode of the week, we're taking Bloodline and Black Summoner, and that's for episode 166 of Mike Check Wife Wife Food. I'm at Polo Borflaw on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on TikTok and Instagram. And as always, Mike Mike Check. We are now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.